Welcome to another episode of The Normal World, a podcast where former elite athletes share their stories. Not so much about their sport careers, but about how they found their way back into normal life. So nice of you to check into this episode with Maaike van der Bovenkamp. She used to be an elite basketball player. So we talked about her journey to becoming an elite basketball player, why she decided to quit, then come back, and eventually was forced to quit due to an injury. I'm Anna Bakker and welcome to the normal world of Maaike van der Bovenkamp. Hi Maaike, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How yes, are you? <laughs> yeah, almost weekend. Yes, finally. Yes. Yeah, finally. Finally. Long week. <laughs> oh, you're ready for the weekend. Yes, <laughs> me I too. Am. Today we're going to talk about basketball because mm-hmm. that's the sport you participated in. Yes. Can you tell me how you started with basketball? Yeah, I started quite random. I think when I was around 12 years old. We could follow a basketball class with our school. So I did that with a friend. And we had so much fun that we just continued. And we were actually the only girls participating in a boys team. So that was quite funny. Yeah, so it started just random and for fun. And did you, because you mentioned you were 12? Yeah. Did you do other sports before you played basketball? Yeah, gymnastics. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, horse riding and tennis. Okay. Um, and then I had to choose because my parents were like, I'm not paying for all the sports. Uh, so you have to choose. And I had like a lot of talent for playing basketball. I was like, okay, then I choose basketball and then just go with the flow. And yeah. So how many times a week did you start playing? Was I it just, just once a week? Uh, yeah, two, two. Yeah, yeah. once or two twice I think yeah yeah it's just and what did you like about the sport you have to anticipate a lot it's tactical to be quick fast you play offense and you play defense and it's a team sport which I very like because you learn more f- yeah I'm I like to play with other people because then you can learn from each other and if you win you win together if you lose you lose together so yeah you couldn't find that in gymnastics horse riding or no tennis? no it's very just by yourself and then you get frustrated if something doesn't work and you have no one who can yeah pull you out I don't know how you say it in English but um, yeah it's just you and I like to play with other persons and share stuff you mentioned that um, you said I was I had talent for for basketball yeah how did you notice that I learned very quickly so you start with yeah, learning. I how have no clue how this no, works. No, no. <laughs> but you like you start with um, doing a layup, um, and yeah, normally it's not, it's not difficult for me or for other persons maybe. But I, yeah, within one practice, I could do like a small left-handed layup because I'm very left-handed. Oh, really? So, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> If you speak with USBs, that was my USB, my okay. left-handed layup. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any goals in mind? Because some, I know some people they get into sport and they want to go to the Olympics. Or no, that wasn't me. I just want to play with my friend and get better. Of course, uh, I want. I wanted to be the best in my team. Yeah. So that, that was work, my goal. Work ethic was already there. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And then. At some point, I can imagine that it became a bit more serious. Yeah, so we played in the region of Utrecht. And then there were like a lot of good basketball clubs in Utrecht. So we went to the big city of Utrecht, had a game over there. 
And then someone noticed me because I scored a lot and was very quick. So then they asked me to come over to their club. And you play. got scouted. Exactly. Oh, cool. yeah. 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 I was a little bit shy, so I didn't really know or I was a bit scared to go to a new team, new environment, but I did anyways. And there was also another girl I already met and she was already playing for Utrecht. So that kind of helped. And she also lived in Boerde. Um, so we could just go by car together or my parents drove the car but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they did that a lot for me as well a lot yeah <laughs> yes. yeah because how many hours a week did you practice when you because um, was that an elite club or how can i yeah so i played in two teams uh so you have a development team and then you have a team where you play with better people so you can learn uh, better teammates so that's how it started so i guess i think i had Four times practice or three times practice in a game or two games because you play for two teams. It's a lot of dedication. Yeah. And you have to go to school. And yeah. How did, and how did your days look like? Uh, did you have to leave school early or? No, no, because okay. it was always in the evening mm-hmm. around seven uh, or a little bit earlier. And then, yeah, you just wake up, go to school, do some homework, eat and then <laughs> go to the gym and then maybe two practice practices in one evening or just one uh, depends yeah so you also had double practices then yeah was that already high sometimes, school no that was uh yeah it was high school mm. yeah when i was 16 years old something like that 16 17 and then yeah i studied physical therapy in utrecht yeah. so i could combine it a lot easier because you don't have you are already in yeah. utrecht so yeah. you just go so when you were in high school were you feeling like you were an elite athlete or um yes and no i guess um yes because we had there was a special class in that physical therapy class oh uh, when you were studying when i was studying so there were like a lot of high athlete persons in that class so Mm -hmm. there was like swimmers gymnastics soccer there was like all kinds of sports so Mm -hmm. that that helped but my friends from high school, they don't didn't play any high-level sports. So that sometimes was a little bit difficult because they don't always understand why I didn't go to the bar and go dancing and drinking while yeah, I had a game to play yeah. next, next day. So uh, that was difficult. Yeah, I know that f- from people that have told me that physical therapy is, is quite an intense uh, education. Yeah. So how did you combine it? Because I can imagine the practice hours became more and more over the years. Yeah, I think I'm pretty good in knowing what I have to learn to get my exam. Well, <laughs> sounds a bit silly, but no, no, I no. was very good in scanning documents and see what I had to learn. And yeah, go to classes every day, of course, because that helps too, mm. to remember stuff. So yeah. Uh, I think I was also a little bit lucky. <laughs> yeah, and at, at that point, maybe in high school or when it became serious and you were playing elite level, did you then have a goal in, in mind or did, did a goal form what you wanted to achieve? Uh, no, I always wanted to be the, the better person in the team. That was enough for me. I didn't want to go to the Olympics because basketball is not um, 
a big sport. Is it is it an Olympic sport? I th- uh, three yeah, against three, maybe. Three against three now, yes. Yeah. Uh, but back in the days, it wasn't. No. <laughs> it just started. Yeah. Um, but I mean, worlds or Europeans or... Also not. They played, I think, second division mm. in Europe, uh, which is still pretty good. Uh, but it wasn't like a very big sport at that time it became later it became more developed they had more special teams and clubs and there was more focus on women basketball but at my in my time it wasn't no. <laughs> and did you practice your elite career throughout your uh, study years or yeah 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 I always combined it until I was I guess 26 yeah so I basically always played for Utrecht and then one year I went to Landsmeer to Provost Lions. Then I went back to Utrecht again for some years and then uh, my last year on the highest level of the Netherlands I played for Provost Lions again because they had like a main focus on winning the national title and I really wanted to win the national title at that time. And? Nope, no? we didn't. <laughs> yeah, we did very well. We had a very good team. So we were on the first place the entire competition or the entire league and then you had the playoffs and we lost in the semi-final so that was I was a little bit heartbroken yeah I I can imagine (laughs) I can imagine yeah yeah Yeah. and did you ever get selected for the Dutch national team or I did but I'm kind of a late bloomer I never went to the youth national teams or whatever and I was also always very insecure and uh, I never felt good enough, so yeah, yeah. And then at the end, yeah, I got selected, but I didn't feel comfortable with it. So I, the first time I said no, and the second time I was like, no, I have to push myself a little bit more. And then I did it for two weeks, but I didn't feel comfortable, so I couldn't handle it mentally. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm very open about that. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I wish. Looking back at it, I wish I did try it a little bit longer, but uh, yeah. But I feel it's maybe also a big commitment because I can imagine you have the practices from your team, but then also from the national team, yeah. or how did that work? It's always during summertime, mm-hmm. so then you don't don't play for your club, but you do have to practice almost twice a day, every day. And when you have finally summer holiday, you also want to hang out with your friends. Uh, or go on a holiday or do fun stuff. Uh, so for me, that was quite difficult also. And I always felt the pressure to be the best. I did I did it myself, you know what I mean? Like no one told me that I have to be the best, mm-hmm. but I wanted to be the best and I couldn't handle, I couldn't handle the pressure, my own pressure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, when you finished your education, I must say, um, did you then uh, get a job and combine the basketball with a job or how did that go? Uh, I think I graduated because I studied physical therapy and health science. Just uh, two, two educations and yeah, an but elite not career. Together, not okay. together, like, <laughs> not on the same time, no, no, no. Um, so yeah, like... I was like, do you have a time machine or no, something? No, 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 I wish, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so I think when I was 26, I studied health science and then I also wanted to graduate finally. So after I was 26, I quit playing basketball on the highest level. So I went to the second division, 
also because it was more like fun uh, it was more like going out together and do fun stuff with your team so i did that for two years and yeah. i also graduated from health science and then afterwards i was really done with playing basketball because i wanted to be free i didn't want to plan stuff i just wanted to do what i wanted to do when yeah that's why i quit and then hold on you went from the highest level to the, the second, second level. highest level yeah was that an overnight decision or uh, no no i just want to play the uh, win the national title of, yeah <laughs> that didn't work out mm -hmm. and then i was like okay no i really want to focus on getting my degree graduate and then play for fun again yeah. but it was still the second level so you so still practice a lot I, can I think more well, or less, I think twice a week mm, yeah. and you didn't have to go to the fitness or whatever. So it was actually it was more relaxed and more fun. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you decide to quit or how did that, how does that uh, go? I don't know if that happened overnight, but I was already a little bit done the first year when I was playing a lower division and I was just done with trying to combine everything, not being free. I can imagine. Because I had to combine everything since I was 15 years old. And I missed a lot of birthday parties. I missed a lot of uh, holidays with friends or whatever. So at that moment, I was really done. So I decided to quit. And then I quit. And then I was a little bit lost in yeah. life. <laughs> well, I've heard a lot of other former elite athletes yeah, explain to me how they got lost. But can you can you describe to me how that feels? If you, because I can imagine that people who didn't went through this, they yeah. were like, "Huh, lost? <laughs> how how does that go?" Can you, can you try to describe it? Well, there was always something. Um, it's an ego thing, also, because I was good in playing basketball. And then suddenly I felt I was not good enough. I didn't do well in life because everyone had like a good job. And I just started my career as a working person. So, yeah. And suddenly I had a lot of free time. And, yeah. I, and then I noticed like all my friends, they had already had their time of going out and having fun. And they wanted to sit on the couch <laughs> on a Friday night. And I was like, no, 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 I have time now. I want to do fun stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then I felt a little bit lonely because then you, you do know you have friends, but they're on a different level. They moved further. It's like a strange feeling. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. And what or who helped you through that period? Uh... Or both, maybe. I think myself, me, myself yeah, and I. Yeah. And a, um, like a coach, like a mental health coach. It's always very helpful. Was that something you got through the basketball union? or No, just by, my, mm. by myself. And what made you decide to reach out to a coach? Because uh, sometimes you need some different insights in life than your own thoughts. So, yeah, then... In the end, the answer is in yourself. True. Yes. Um, so you have to figure out what, yeah, something else to do, what you really like to do. And until this day, that's still a struggle because I don't know what it's, yeah. Nothing's the same like basketball. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can relate. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. It's and um, how long was that period that you felt lost and lonely and... I think for two years or something. And then I started playing basketball again. Yeah, why? Um, 
because I really like to play sports. Playing basketball is just not the same as going to the gym or play tennis or, yeah, yeah. go running. Or did, did you touch a basketball in the two-year period? Um, no, I didn't. No. And then all of a sudden you were like, yeah, it started uh, itching again. Yeah, I did go outside and play on an outside basketball court just to shoot around. And then I was like, hmm, I still can play basketball and I still <laughs> have the feeling and... I do miss it. Maybe I should start again. And then I started again. And how did that did that take away or replace or help you with coming uh, back, finding yourself back? Or how, how should I say no, that? that? Was, that second year was kind of, when I started again, it was kind of difficult because you, I was older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do get older, yes. <laughs> you do get older. <laughs> And your joints doesn't work the same uh-huh. anymore. And your muscles also don't work the same anymore. Yeah. I had like all the weird injuries I never had. Because I never had injuries when playing basketball. Um, and I also didn't build it up quite rightly. I just started again. And in my mind, I was like, I can do this. And I don't need to build up. I just start and then... Yeah. Yeah. And then you feel like a granny next day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And also because you work and all your teammates, they are quite younger and they did studying and some did work, but not a lot. And if you work 40 hours a week, it's kind of difficult to combine it with playing sports. Because uh, how many hours did you start practicing then? I think three times a week. On top of your 40 hour work week. Yeah. Yeah, and then I had to play. I go to the fitness, but I never liked fitness, so <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> so, and I was allowed to skip one practice because uh, they really needed some players, and I was like, fine. I also want to play basketball, but I can't just can't do yeah four times a week anymore. And did it? Because um, well, let me f- ask this mm-hmm. question first. With what thoughts or? Yeah, in your mind, did you start again? And did you feel like that your second, com- your comeback, if I may mm-hmm, call it yeah. like that, was it like you imagined it to be? No, in the end, it didn't fill up the hole because you weren't the same person when you quit on the highest level because uh, you know you're not the best version of yourself and you do want to be the best version of yourself. And it's very hard to notice that you're not that good anymore or that was very difficult (laughs) yeah and do you still have fun uh, playing Um, basketball less fun due to yeah 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 it's also an ego thing (laughs) but also when you work and playing sports it's just it's you want to have energy when you go to practice and you don't have that if you have to work 40 hours and then you want to sit at home on the couch watching television yeah yeah so how long did that last that you uh, played basketball for the second time around well half half a year because i torn my achilles during a game oh no <laughs> yeah. yeah it was kind of weird completely torn yeah oof yes and in that moment that it happened what did you think um, can, you, can you recall it or is that hard? No, no. Um, I don't really remember a lot of it, except that I was just, yeah, 
I was laying under the basket and I was like, mm, this is not normal. I think I have a little torn in my calf, but not on, in my Achilles. Because I knew there was something wrong because it's the classic thing uh, what happens yeah. when something happens with your leg. Like you look back, birds, and you think someone hit you from behind. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah. ooh, okay, hmm. no, this is not good because there was no one there. Everyone yeah. was already... <laughs> At the other basket, <laughs> basket playing, uh, yeah, whoops. Yeah. Yeah, I was just laying there and I was panicking because I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what. And then I went to the bench and then the physical therapist came and she said like, hmm, I don't know what it is, but I can't find your Achilles. <laughs> so I was like, what do you mean? You, oh, can't, no. you can't find my Achilles. Yeah. And then I was, yeah. I was already thinking about quitting because I had all those injuries and then fate decided for me. <laughs> that was it was drop. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it takes a lot of recovery to... Um, yeah, because I, I tore my uh, my ACL and that's so oh, long, but I think so Achilles is even longer. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. And I'm very like, how do you say it? my USP again, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that I was very quick on the first step. So you have to be very explosive. And with a torn Achilles or when you have to get back at it, I, I was also a little bit scared. I was like, no, yeah. I shouldn't do that. can imagine, yeah. So then you decide that you want to quit, but you also have this injury that you mentally have to yeah. find a place for in your head. How did, how did that go? Quite well. Better than expected. Yeah. Yeah. I just so? read a lot of books. Okay. Uh, yeah. It still worked. Did that yeah. t take the things off your mind while working? Actually, it did. Mm. And I was thinking about traveling because I could save money because I couldn't spend any <laughs> any money because I <laughs> couldn't yeah. buy any clothes. Yeah. I couldn't go out. So I and I stayed at my parents' house because I had my own house in Utrecht. I bought a house there, and then I had to move to my parents so they could take care of me. And it saved me a lot of money. So in my mind, I was very busy with uh, where do I want to go for travels? Do I want with to go future, with, with the future, not with the past? Yeah. yeah. I was like, hmm, maybe now it's time to save money finally and go to Australia or whatever. So I did afterwards. Well, obviously, this, if I hear you say this, then second time quitting was different than the first time yeah. quitting. But can you pinpoint what was different? Were you mentally more prepared or something like that? Yeah, I think so. I think deep in my heart, I already knew that I had to quit. I shouldn't have started the second time. Because I was just, I just wanted to do something in life and be good in something. And that's why I started. Instead of like, I really want to put all my energy and effort into playing basketball. I was yeah. just feeling some emptiness yeah. in life. And did that emptiness come back when you quit for the second time around? Uh, no, that's the weirdest weird thing actually, because I was like, okay, this is it. I really have to figure out something to do. Yeah, and I also couldn't run away, literally. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're probably in a cast. <laughs> yeah. So I was, yeah, I was just figure out what I wanted to do, what kind of fun stuff I wanted to do. So then, yeah. You went traveling? Yeah. For six weeks. Six so weeks. like a small travel. Yeah. And, uh, not a small travel, but normally people go away for multiple months. Yeah. So that was very fun. I really enjoyed that. So I think 
That's my mission in life. <laughs> <laughs> Travel. Travel. Yeah. Not very sustainable though. So I really have um, really have to... Uh, to work as well. Did you feel like on those six weeks you had time to finally put it all in place or find yourself again or find your new you or how does that work? You kind of get to know yourself a little bit more. It sounds a bit lame, but it is. Because <laughs> it's you and you only you can uh, make the best out of life and sure environment helps so i was in a very nice place in australia and yeah it kind of opened up my heart a little bit more to other people because normally i can be shy or not depends on the person next to me but i noticed while traveling you can uh, have a conversation with basically everyone and everyone is in the the same mindset so that kind of helps and age also doesn't matter like that's what i learned and did you when you came back from traveling how because i normally when you come back from a holiday you're uh -huh. like oh okay now life starts again yeah how does that go when you when you you're away for six weeks same. and you and you just recovered from an injury and you quit yeah. your elite career and you have to say goodbye to that that's a whole lot Yeah, no, basically, uh, on the this is kind of funny. It, on the first uh, day when I came back at work, I cried. <laughs> like, I don't want to be here, I want to, want to travel. But, you know, you can't just travel your entire life. I wish, but you can't. And then you slowly get into work again, and then you notice that work isn't that bad. It, it's okay to be average in something. You don't have to be the best person in everything. Yes, that's something you've you've learned. Yeah, but sometimes it does come back in <laughs> <Yeah>. different stages <laughs> in life. <laughs> I do uh, recognize that one too. <laughs> Work-wise, probably. Yeah. Yeah, and if you could name a character or a, like some something that you've learned in your elite career that you still, yeah, notice that you have today can be something negative, something positive, yeah. what would you say? Except yeah, for still, trying to be the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I still work very hard. I like to share my thoughts um, within uh, a team. Like I really, yeah, it's a bit cliche, but I really like to work with other people. Yeah, and not it's one of the reasons why you practice a team sport, I exactly, guess. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you've found, you completely found yourself like right now no still yeah. not no but it comes and it goes i really like to uh, get better in things so when i have the feeling i'm standing still <laughs> i get an itch <laughs> that i want to do something totally different also recognizable <laughs> i think it's something within the elite sports yeah. or something i don't know it's kind of nice that yeah. someone recognizes it yeah definitely yeah and sometimes you also don't understand yourself oh no don't. no but i don't i, I think, think half of the people don't understand no. themselves so. no exactly yeah. so, uh, <laughs> so i always uh, finish the podcast with this question if you want to give advice to your younger self you can choose the age mm -hmm. what would you say to the younger micah i think don't put too much pressure on yourself and also have fun yeah i think that's the most important thing yeah have fun and and just enjoy playing basketball don't be too much occupied in your head which is easier said than done with always being 
yeah, the best, the best. It's good to have it, but not too much, I think. Yeah. No, it's 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 your it's advice. Not, you're not you're not earning your salary with playing basketball or sports. Yeah, some sports, but playing basketball is always for fun. Thank you that you wanted to share your story. Welcome. listening to Micah's story as much as I did and if you want more information about transformation coaching check out my website in the show notes also if you like this podcast don't forget to leave a review follow you know what you need to do this podcast was created hosted edited and produced by Annelied Bakker and the music as we are free by Ixen see you next time